Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Nick DiMatteo, and welcome to Music Is Not A Genre's Podfast. Yeah, oh, Podfast, yeah, let's get going. Jump up and... Podfast, oh, God, this is not a mosh pit, but it is time to dance. The reason why Podfast has been dancing is because we're both very excited. This is a new kind of sub-series, or whatever you want to call them, of Podfast, that I am calling Nick's Vibematic one, I guess one. And the reason I'm calling it that, it's so vibe mode it's gonna be is uh, talking about a few specific things. In particular, the two that can come to mind, or three, would be what I'm gonna talk about today, which is brand new. That's something I've never done before. It's my January playlist, and you'll see why that's important. Uh, or, talking about one album in detail and breaking it down. It's not something that I I know other podcasts do it. I don't do it for various reasons, but I think uh, I may at some point, and I think Vibematic is the perfect place to do it, or taking a song and breaking it down in detail or something like that. And there are probably other things that would fall into this category. But for now, it's just a word that I decided to use for this, and it's Nick's Vibematic 1 playlist, January 2024. And this is Podfast what? I don't even remember what number Podfast this is, which is, to- which is totally fine. I will say this. When we last visited Podfast, I was half naked most of the time. And one of the reasons was what I am wearing today. If you are just listening, again, go to YouTube.com slash at Music Is Not A Genre, and you can see videos for every single one of these episodes, including the Podfast. And I recommend doing the Podfast on video instead of audio because it's more fun that way. Although you'll get the, you know, the usual sound effects and everything in the audio as well. But what I did was I tried on shirts from my store and this is one of them. This is a long sleeve tee version of the design I call Disco Time. So uh, it's, you know, two people dancing, whatever. And the reason I'm wearing this other than I like to promote my shirts is because I'm talking about a playlist, and generally, when I make a playlist, I like to make it in a way that makes it seem like it's something that you can party to, or or something like that. Now, why did I call it Vibematic? Well, as I was coming up with this, I realized that I know other people who create playlists. Uh, there's one from the New York Times, actually, I'd love to interview. Uh, I've reached out to her, and almost all of the time, 
these playlists are hyper thematic, like songs that feature whistling in them or, you know, things like that, or songs that mention January or winter. And those are great. I used to do that with my kids when they were younger. I would find all the songs that mentioned Monday or Days of the Week or whatever it was, or uh, Jump, things like you'd be surprised how many famous songs mention the word jump. Maybe you wouldn't. Uh, But that's not the way I make playlists. I go by vibe. I go by this feels like a song that A, would fit the vibe of the playlist I'm creating and the time I'm creating it. And and B, would be something that you would want to listen to with other people. There's plenty of songs that I like that I don't put on uh, a playlist because I don't think they would, you know, mesh really well with other people. And by the way, yes, I'm doing something unprecedented, which is I am taking my phone out because I forgot to put the timer on for this. You know, this batch cooking is crazy. Anyway, uh, and the other reason I'm doing this and any, any Vibematic in particular, you know, playlist I always feel like music should be a living thing. I'm always looking forward and and to the present as much as I am looking back. And I love bridging that gap. I love creating connections between a song that came out in 1972 and a song that came out this year, for example, which though both of those are on my playlist, actually, for this. Uh, And yeah, I make these strictly just for for me, for my family, for my friends. Uh, I I will play them at, you know, gatherings when we have them here or if somebody asks me to put music on. But I also make them to show how relatively easy it is to stay tuned in and current to music. Uh, Now, where do I get these songs from? Well, first of all, before I say that, there are links to the playlist. One is uh, my chosen streaming service, uh, Spotify. If you uh, are on Spotify, go for it. It's there. But I also recreated the playlist in full, as I will in the future, on YouTube because that's accessible to everyone. So choose either Spotify or YouTube and enjoy the playlist. Now, back to where I was, I get my music from all sources. A lot of it I get from reading, suggestions from people I trust and say, hey, oh yeah, that sounds like something. And then I try it out. If I like it, I, you know, listen it through or I add it to the playlist. I hear things in TV shows. I hear things in movies. I hear things uh, when when I'm doing research for a podcast, I'll stumble on music that I've never heard before that I heard and forgot about or whatever. And something hits me in a way where I'm like, that needs to be on the playlist. That's happened this time around. Uh, Stuff that I actively seek out that I know is being released. I will listen to that, put on the playlist. For example, as of this recording in just a couple of days, Billy Joel will release, release his first new single in like two decades or something. That's something I'm going to seek out Uh, or stuff. I stumble on and hear accidentally, like in a restaurant or in a store or something like that. Sometimes even the algorithm, like if you like this, then you'll like that or how, you know, streaming services will play a song that's not on your playlist. If your playlist is done every now and then, and although not too often, I'll add one of those songs. Uh, I'm not going to feature every monthly playlist, which, by the way, I used to make annual playlists and my I'm so voracious that they just became too heavy. They're unwieldy and really not effective as playlists. So I've decided this year for the first time ever to make monthly playlists. And that's part of the reason I'm doing this as well. But I'm not going to feature them every month because I don't do these things that often. But you're welcome. I still will make uh, YouTube versions of them so that you can check them out. And if you are on patreon.com slash music is not a genre, I will give you links to all the ones that I don't mention. Uh, So... 
There's only one song on the YouTube that was not on uh, Spotify, and it's a song called I Love Ted, which I will, when I get to it, I'll explain why that's not on Spotify. Uh, so another thing, and I'm saying so a lot because I'm a little bit excited, and that is that I've made this distinction before. This is not a mix. A mix is carefully curated. You're sequencing songs in a way that makes sense, the way you might sequence songs on an album that's different from saying, say, like doing a greatest hits album or something like that, or a compilation. Even those are often sequenced in a certain way. A mix to me is very carefully structured so that you are supposed to play it one, two, three, four in order, beginning to end. This is a playlist. It's meant to be randomized. And I honestly would suggest that you do randomize it. It's best enjoyed random and not in order. So just just so you know that, I think that's an important distinction. I think almost everybody shoots for playlists these days and listens to them, and they can be amazing. It's why I'm sharing mine. Uh, but I think mixes are uh, underappreciated and underrated, and it's something that I'll be talking about more in the future. Now, something you may hear in other podcasts that I don't do, and somebody asked me about this. A few people have, and I'm going to explain why I don't do it. I mean, there's more than one reason. Why don't I splice samples of the music into my episodes? Okay, for first of all, that's a tremendous amount of editing, and um, I, I would need a little bit more time in each week and support in order to do that. But that's not the primary reason. The primary reason is I'm here to talk about music to get you curious enough to want to hear the thing I'm talking about. Now, if I, if I give you a taste of something... You might think, well, that's all you need to hear are those few seconds of that song, as opposed to I might talk about a song for several minutes or something like that and, and describe certain facets of it that you won't get from a clip. And the, and the thing is, these days, it's super easy to find any song that I mention. Super easy. You know, so that's, that's a primary reason why I don't in, in, include snippets of songs. And also, you know, it's... Uh, you, you know, certain things you can't monetize, stuff like that. And when you're seeking out the songs that I mention, you might stumble on other things that you like. That's even happened to me on YouTube where I'm like, well, I came here to find this song and then there's some other one listed that they say is related somehow, whether it is or isn't, doesn't matter if it, if it piques my interest. Uh, that's, it's very hard to stay open to random music at a time when everything is programmed. And I find that leaving it open like this is one way for that to be the case. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. So now it's time to get to the playlist. And I'm going to read out these songs in the order that I made them. There are exactly, for the month of January, 28 songs, special number. And uh, you'll get the song, you'll get the artist. Uh, sometimes you'll get the, you will get the year, I think, all the time. And the reason why I added it to the playlist. So, number one. Percy Faith and his orchestra. I put two songs on from an album that he did, one of the last albums he released. It was in 1975, and it was called Disco Party. It was when I was doing the episode about the 70s albums, and I was looking up artists who went disco who were not originally disco and was surprised to find that Percy Faith of the very famous There's a Summer Place and all that stuff who did like easy listening in the 60s in particular did an entire disco album and extra surprised to find out that it was pretty damn good. Uh, again, another reason why I'm wearing this shirt, disco time, go check out the link at the top of every uh, episode. You can go to the store and find this shirt. Uh, so now, in fact, Percy Faith topped the charts in the sixties with a couple of his albums, I believe. So this is a full disco album. And the two songs I chose are Mongo Nucleosis, which is the first song on the playlist and uh, Havana Gila. So, Mongo Nucleos is actually a Chicago song from, uh, I want to say Chicago ooh, 7. And I was surprised to find that anybody would cover this because it has almost no words, but it has an incredible kind of Latin vibe to it. And Percy Faith does a, does a great disco version of this with the horns and all of that stuff. And then the second one is Havana Gila because when I was researching Percy Faith, I found out that he was born in Canada and he was Jewish. And so this was him kind of honoring his uh, Jewish heritage. And also, who doesn't want to hear Havana Gila as a disco song? I mean, please, right? Uh, and I like to have fully, full-on danceable tracks in every playlist I do because I think it's a great way to park the mood, and I love dancing. So those are the first two. The third one is from a, a podcast, actually, called Tech Talk with Tim and Ted. And they would release mini episodes that were just bonus songs that one of the guys created. And it's a comedy podcast. So the songs are comedic. Uh, two guys named Jesse and Oliver are Tim and Ted, basically. And they know a ton about music. They're constantly making music references that if you blink, you'll miss them. Or if your ears blink. What's it like when ears blink? Uh, that's a question I have for you. Put that in the comments. So I'm only up to about mid-summer of 2022 for this podcast, which started in very early uh, 2020, but they're still going strong. And this was a song that I heard from them. There's, again, funny. Uh, there's this sort of back and forth where they hate their uh, sons and their sons hate them, and so they're, both of their sons do music, which it's actually them doing the music. But uh, And some one of the sons did a song uh, of the guy saying, I love Ted. 
So that the, to say they, which they constantly are kind of alluding to the fact that they're in love with each other. So that kind of made it funny. Uh, and so this had the vibe that I liked and I put it on the playlist. It's kind of a techno, like an ambient kind of uh, vibe, but, but in, a po- in kind of a happy way, I guess is a way to say. The fourth song on the list is from a guy named Aloe Black, who I respect very much. It's a song called The Man from the 2014 album Lift Your Spirit. I heard this at the very end of the most recent Dave Chappelle Netflix special. I love the voice. I love the production. I love the feel. And I love the fact that the chorus very heavily quotes Elton John's uh, Your Song. He repeats, you could tell everybody, I'm the man, I'm the man. You know, he says the line like twice, and then the third one is go ahead and tell everybody, and then I'm the man, I'm the man. And I love that. I love the use of that. Uh, I I think it's awesome, and it was the right vibe for January. Uh, Number five is a song by Solange um, called Cranes in the Sky from the 2016 album A Seat at the Table. This was included as part of a New York Times playlist that I subscribe to, uh, or whatever you want to call music thing, uh, compile, all compiled by Lindsay Zalads, the, the journalist who does all of these. And there's usually one or two a week. And very often there's something on that playlist that I like. I don't always vibe with the things she picks, but I respect her, how eclectic she is and how much research she does and how thorough and how... She'll add things to a, an old playlist if somebody says, oh, you missed this, like she did with the whistling playlist and, and everything. I actually, again, I asked her uh, to uh, come on for an interview. I haven't heard back yet, but that, I think that would be a great talk since we, we, don't, we don't do the same thing, but we're kind of related in some ways as far as how we approach music. Uh, and so this song, I listened to the entire uh, list, and this list was, uh, let me see if I have what the... Uh, and no, I forget. I didn't put the theme of this particular one. I think it was like January songs or something. Oh, it was starting off January in a positive way. And this was one of those songs. I liked it. Cranes in the Sky by Solange. The next one is another Sky song. It's by the famous Rick Springfield of Jesse's Girl. It's a song called Speak to the Sky. And it was from his album Beginnings, which is his first album released in 1972. I didn't know he'd been doing music for that long or he started in music and not in acting. And this was a minor hit for him. And it's kind of a folk rock song in a certain way. It's definitely 1972. And I loved it. And it was the right vibe and the right whatever feel and the right sound and all that. So I put it on the list. And I also uh, was surprised to find that he wrote almost all the songs in the album and almost all the songs in every album that he's done, including Jesse's Girl. So... He's more power of a powerhouse than you might think. Number seven is by a band called 2020. It's called Song of the Universe from their album Four Day Tornado, which was released in 1995. But they're a band that started in the late 70s and they're an unsung power pop band. And when I was doing uh, the 70s again and, and found their name as a debut album in 78, 79, something like that, I was I can't believe that uh, I've never heard of this band. And they're not one of my favorites, but they're, they're, they're good enough that I was like, oh, I need to find a song of theirs. And I happened to go with their like, uh, comeback album. They broke from 83 to 95, and then this was their comeback album, and I kind of really loved it. Number eight is from a band called Lame Drivers, and it's called Frozen Egg from their album Flexi Book of 2013. This is the theme song to Tech Talk with Tim and Ted. 
and it's just infectious and it's and it's it's bouncy and it's a kind of indie rock power pop kind of thing with funny lyrics uh, or interesting lyrics anyway and so i had to put it on this list but the funny thing is i listen to all my podcasts at 1.2 and got used to hearing this song at 1.2 and when i heard it at its normal speed i was like oh that's slower than i thought and i kind of like it better at the faster speed Uh, But I also like it at its regular speed, and I think it was uh, worth putting on. Number nine is Guided by Voices, Gold Star for Robot Boy from their uh, uh, 1994 album. Uh, Again, from a New York Times list by Lindsay Zalads, this one was about seven great songs from seventh albums because Ariana's seventh album is coming out soon. Uh, I've always heard about Guided by Voices, but never really felt fully connected to them. So I thought I would try, well, I always try uh, songs out on those playlists. And I like this. It's like indie rock, jangle pop. Uh, and it's a short song and it and it just fits. And they've been around for over 40 years. Number 10 is Waxtahachi, who is Katie Crutchfield. That's the name she goes under. And MJ Lenderman as a guest artist. And the song is right back to it. And it's a single a brand new single from January 2024, again, from one of those New York Times playlists about eight upcoming albums to get excited about. And same thing, I don't vibe fully with Waxtahachi, uh, but there are certain songs from this kind of country folk pop indie kind of feel that I that really hit me in a certain way. And this one absolutely hit me in that way. And you know, I'm always looking for a pretty eclectic mix of songs. Yeah, I don't want everything to be one style by any means or, or one feel. And this really fit the bill. And it's just, it's a beautiful song, but it moves along in a way that I really like too. And I like the mix of their voices. Uh, and I've, I've wanted to hear something else from Waxtahachi for a while. And this one, you know, grabbed me. Number 11 is by a band called The Smile. Do you know The Smile? Do you know who The Smile is? It's two dudes from the former Radiohead. Tom York and I think Johnny Greenwood from uh, their upcoming album, Friend of a Friend. No, no, it's a single Friend of a Friend from their upcoming album, which isn't here yet. It's again from that upcoming album's New York Times playlist. I loved The Smile's first album. I like how it's similar to but different from Radiohead. I'm really looking forward to this one. It has that same laconic feel that the Watch Tehasi song is, and I know I said that wrong, and it fits the January vibe super well. It's a beautiful single. Number 12 is Faye Webster, a uh, single But Not Kiss from late 2023. It's from that same playlist because she's coming out with a new album. It's haunting, but it has some nice bright points. It it, it pops like it's not loud soft the way grunge was, but it's it's alluding to that. And the lyrics and the harmonies are great and the chord progression is great and the production is great. It's just a great feel in general. It's sort of a step up from Laconic, which fits really well into the mix. Next one is Her and Foo Fighters doing a version of the Foo Fighters song, The Glass, uh, again, a 2023 single of hers, and that's from their album, But Here We Are, but this is her version of it, hers version of it, say that three times uh, backwards, and it popped up as a suggestion on Spotify, because I follow the Foo Fighters, and I guess they tagged their name, and I was like, oh, I can't believe I missed this from last year, and it's an amazing version of this song. I, I like her music. there's a lot of truth to everything she does and there's no artifice. It's not always as arresting or as dynamic as I like, but I love how she approaches music and I love the sound. And I I love that she's one of the few stars doing like fully 
current stars doing fully guitar-based music, and this version of the song is great. Number 14, and several more after that, is by a little band called Green Day. From their new album, Saviors, which just came out this January. I love the whole album. I think it's one of their best. And the more you listen to it, the more you like it, which is something I like about uh, every any album. It doesn't have to be every album, but I like that. I think that'll happen with Rec's upcoming album, Kite to Camden, and, and usually does happen with Rec music. I think uh, Billy Joe's lyrics are excellent. Uh, they're mostly political and social commentary with a bunch of personal things thrown in there. The music is tight. Uh, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that it breaks new ground, although there's actually there's some metal in there, which is uh, not something that Green Day has really ever done before in that particular way. But the main thing is Billy Joe's vocal range seems to have expanded and he's absolutely killing it. And the power behind it is amazing. And I vibe with that in particular, not just because I like the sound and the, and the band and the songs and the album, but because I'm doing that with my vocal range. So it kind of gave me a little shot of recognition and hope. Uh, I think the album's worth listening to all the way through. But out of the 15 tracks, uh, I chose 10. Now, this happens a lot with my playlists where it'll be random song, random song, random song, one off, one off, maybe two, blah, 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 blah. And then I'll get to an album that I really, really love. And I'm like, well, if there's any songs from here that fit my vibe for this playlist, I'm just going to put them all on. I don't care how many there are, which is, again, why I say randomize this playlist. And the songs I chose, Bobby Socks, uh it's um do you want to be my girlfriend do you want to be my boyfriend it's it's kind of significant for me for a couple of reasons one-eyed bastard dilemma 1981 good night adeline Susie chapstick strange days are here to stay living in the 20s father to a son and the final track fancy sauce uh i mean again all 15 are great those are the 10 that i earmarked they aren't even there were two singles released last year prior to the album that i didn't put on here Partly because I think I might have put them on last year, but also because uh, these grabbed me more. And I, I just look up saviors. Uh, then a couple of songs from, I think three songs, yeah, from uh, the band that I spotlighted uh, last week, The Kinks. So as I was doing research for them, listen, there's so many Kinks songs I could put on. But again, it has to fit the vibe. It has to catch me in a certain way. I'm not necessarily going to put Sunny Afternoon on a playlist because... I know it. I've heard it. It doesn't. There's nothing it's saying that I need to be said again. And a lot of all these songs are ones. Oh, I need to hear this more than once or twice or three times. That's one of the main reasons I put these on playlists. And so the case with that were a couple songs, uh, three songs I didn't remember hearing by the Kinks. I don't know if I never did or whatever. And they are uh, Dead End Street and Rainy Day in June from their 1966 album Face to Face, their first truly classic album. And then a song called Stormy Sky from their 1977 album Sleepwalker. And if you don't know a lot about the Kinks, listen to or watch my episode from last week. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how amazing they are. And uh, yeah, and again, I don't know if I forgot these songs or I had never heard them before. I don't know why I don't know that answer. The first two songs, Dead End Street and Rainy Day in June, it, to, the first song, for, speaks to me about what the last few years have felt like. And you got to listen to the song Dead End Street to know why. Uh, and the second song matches to me the feel of this month, even though it's rainy day in June. That's kind of how January has felt, you know. And then the third song, Stormy Sky, 
in a different way, not weather related. It, it, although there is that metaphor is apt too in this month, it really fit the month. Uh, we're almost at the end, and the next one is the penultimate one, I should say, is a song by one of my favorite all-time bands, Fountains of Wayne, R.I.P. Adam Schlesinger, from, uh, it's actually from a Kinks uh, covers compilation from 2002, although they first performed it live on TV right after 9-11. It's a cover of the Kinks song, Better Things, from their 1981 album, Give the People What They Want. And this is a song that, again, fell through the cracks for me, and I absolutely love the Kinks version, but... I remember hearing the Fountains of Wayne version and the band that I mentioned last week that I am now a part of, Joy Buzzer, does a cover of this song. So I got to play it with them in rehearsal and uh, I, I just love it. And again, I say I love their version. It's, it's a perfect convergence of bands, Fountains of Wayne and the Kinks, for so many reasons. And then the final song on this playlist is by a little band called Wreck. And it's our new single, All On Me, Lo-Fi. It's from the upcoming album, Kite to Camden. Uh, It just came out January 26th, and I couldn't not put it on this playlist since uh, I've been making playlists since I was a teen. I've always managed to put a song or two of my own, wherever I was at the time, on those playlists when they fit. And this one absolutely fits for many reasons. From my teen years on, uh, again... uh, I was in pop music. That was my main start, was kind of jazz and pop, really. And uh, I didn't switch over to kind of rock and, and, and techno and all that other stuff until I got into my 20s and, and beyond that even went further. And so I wanted to do a song that kind of honored my history as a, a pop singer-songwriter, but also to revisit that in 2024 and see what would come out. And it's, it's, a, it's like a throwback, but with a lot of 2024 in it. And the lyrical twists, I think, you uh, are ones that you will absolutely love uh, when you think of the phrase, all on me. And you realize that the way it's said... There are backup vocals that echo the last two words, on me, on me. At the end, the, the outro, the way those words are used, hopefully, you know, will give you a smile. Uh, and either way, I hope you listen to that song and enjoy it. And I hope you listen to this entire playlist. So some conclusions. First of all, my lists are often a weird mix. They're pretty much always a weird mix. Um, but again, if you listen to them, randomize them through and through, they work there's a vibe to them that just makes them work. And it's partly because I'm not trying to, f- to create one mood. Again, they're not programmatic or thematic. They are vibematic. I'm trying to create kind of a mini world where you're, where you're exploring several moods. You know, and since I have a background as a DJ and a maker of mixes, I have good sense of what songs will fit, especially when you think about listening to them with other people, uh, sometimes as companion songs to other songs, or sometimes as a contrast in both sound and energy. Uh, And it gives you a chance to discover some things that you might not have heard that you like. So please click the link, whichever link is better for you, and listen to it. There is no featured song this week. All On Me from Rec is on this playlist, and the playlist itself is really the feature. So uh, my question for you is, or my questions are, listen to the playlist and then, or, the, or just go back to the list I made. Is there anything that grabs you from it? 
And what's on your playlist for, you know, the beginning of 2024? I would love to know that. I'd love to know the answers to all these questions because my objectives here are music, conversation, and connection. I've asked PodFast to stay off stage for the end of this because I'm a little exhausted from our dancing earlier. Uh, and uh, that's the story, and I'll see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.